What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. This is Jenny Allen, and you are listening to the Made For This podcast. Thanks to Native for supporting Made For This. Native makes safe, simple, effective products that people use every day with trusted ingredients and trusted performance. Get 20% off your first purchase by visiting nativedo.com slash madeforthis or using promo code madeforthis at checkout. Guys, guess what? If you've read the book or any of the book just about, they're famous to you. They're very famous to me. <laughs> Lindsay Meyer and Ashley Flowers is in the house. We're in studio Ooh. together. And we get to talk about our friendship today. And what's so fun, they do. I would say they are in the book, probably the two leading characters in the book. And, and one reason why is because they truly are like sisters to me here in Dallas. And this was the story, this whole journey was the story of us re redefining community as we landed in Dallas and got to start over. And what did we want and what, how would we do it and how would we build it? And Ashley, of course, is family. Ashley is my sister-in-law and we've known each other for 27 <laughs> years or so and have a daughter since the time I met her. Um, she has felt like my sister from the time I mo met her. And I could cry how much she is such a kindred friend to me. And so truly, when I say I moved to Dallas and I was scared or I didn't have a lot of friends, I had family. And so I knew I had Ash and I counted her a friend before I even came. And then Ashley was friends with Lindsay. And I met Lindsay, I think, the first time. Well, we were in Awanas <laughs> at when we were little, but we don't really remember that. But what we do remember is when I got, well, we fight about when we became friends. To me, because I had no friends, I started claiming her as a good friend for a long time. But then she was, I would be having memories with her and be like, oh, do you remember when? She goes, yeah, we weren't friends yet. And I was like, I thought, I thought you were one of my best friends. But it's okay. Yeah, we weren't. For a little while, um, we had to have some breakthroughs in our friendship till she <laughs> counted me a friend. But I counted her a friend pretty fast. Anyway. Anyway, what we're going to do is talk about our friendship today. And, and one thing we even prayed before we started is we don't want you to compare your friendships to this. We've been good friends for plus years, five years now. That, depending on Lindsay or my definition. <laughs> um, but what I do know is we're going to talk about some of our imperfections and things we've been through. We're also going to talk about how good it is. And one reason I want to talk about how delightful and good it is, is I want you to know this is possible. And we're just kind of launching into this season, and you're probably launching into reading the book. It hasn't been out long. So I want to encourage you. It's almost like I want to start with a vision of what it could be. And so before we get into all the good, why don't each of you just share a little bit about yourselves, what you do, what you love. Give them a little color to the two of you. So I'm Ashley Flowers. I'm a mom of four, and I've been married for 20 years, and I just started going back to school to get my master's in biblical counseling. So excited for that, and we're going to talk more about that later. Um, Ashley is my husband, Zach's sister. Yes. And then, Lens, tell everybody a little about you. Yeah. Hi, I'm Lindsay, and I've been married to Kirk for 15 years. I have three kiddos, and I am an artist, designer, and stylist. Okay, so when we all became friends, 
five years ago, four years ago. I would say it was pretty easy. I would say there are people that I'm friends with later that it didn't start out easy. But for us, it wasn't like, let's intentionally do this. And sometimes it does take that. But it was pretty easy, pretty fast. And so what do you think when we all like started hanging out, what do you think took it from acquaintances, especially Lindsay, I want to hear from you because what took it from acquaintance to deep friendship in your mind fast? I can answer this. I know the answer because it was actually her doing, not me. (laughs) And you know Uh, that's true. (laughs) Are you talking about when we went to dinner? Uh Yeah. Um, Well, I went through just a really dark season with um, adoption and felt just really kind of alone in my my feelings of that and um, really wanted to talk to somebody face-to-face who had gone kind of before me. I don't know how that came about. I think I just asked Mm -hmm. Ash for her number. Um, And we had met. It wasn't like we didn't know each other again. I thought she was my best friend before this. It's okay. (laughs) Um, But we just went to our... This restaurant and it is um, our restaurant now. I know I was about to say our <laughs> restaurant, but um, anyway, and just probably went a little too deep too quickly. So you thought? So I thought and just laid it out there, and I was like, I'm struggling about this, and did you ever feel this way? And I just need to be able to say some this to someone who's been through this. And I left that night just being like, Oh my word! Said too like much. yes, like you know, everybody knows that feeling where you wake up the next morning and you're like. <gasps> That went too far, you know, and, um, but I felt if you made me feel at home when I was, what I was saying. And so it was so just healing to do that, but I didn't know how that was going to go after that. Well, and, and to be fair, as you, if you've read the book, you know, Lindsay is one of the things, honestly, both of them are relationship coaches to me. Like they've been friendship coaches and brought about a lot of healing in my life, um, in different ways. Each one of them has played a role that has taught me and grown me as a friend and and really shaped this whole project because you're each so different, but you each bring a really strong force to my life and in a powerful, life-changing way. And when I think of Lindsay, and we'll talk to Ash in just a minute, but when I think of Lindsay, it's kind of that you showed up and it was like, I'm going to treat you like I've known you forever and tell you what's really going on. And I think that freed me because I was struggling. I was lonely. I was afraid I wasn't going to have safe mm-hmm. people. And so what that did in me was when Lindsay shared all that, that was super tender and vulnerable and she cried at, at dinner, I felt like, okay, I know now I can reciprocate and feel safe with her. If she says it's okay to cry over dinner and say what's going on and it be um, hard to share and embarrassing to share like you felt the next day. And so I think I remember you being like, I shouldn't have said all that. I can't believe I did that. And I was like, no, like that actually was what quickly made us friends. And it made it feel like I could share things with you quickly. But here's the thing is there is differences in each of us that we all bring. And there is something about, I think there's something powerful about not just having a best friend Mm -hmm. that you have a group because something about, it doesn't have to be a group where you're all best friends, but I do think there's something powerful in a group because then it's like, there's not so much pressure. Ashley, you walked through a really hard season in our five years of living here. There was, I mean, it was, I've walked through dark seasons with people. It was up there as far as what you faced. And we don't need to go into the personal nature of it, but um, it was out of your control. It was, it was not your you couldn't have fixed it. It wasn't something you could solve. Talk about friendship in the midst of that because I think one of the the things that was powerful in that moment for us is Lindsay and I getting to talk and go, how do we 
love you and care for you. And it wasn't just me and it wasn't just Lens. It was like we could look at each other and go, what do we need to do for our friend? You probably well, got mad at us. let me just say this. <laughs> I mean, I, I look back now and I think how faithful the Lord is because – I have not had friends like Lindsay and Jenny for a good part of my life. I've had a lot of friends, but not not this close. Yeah, this this is unique, y'all. I just I just want to say this that this this is special. This doesn't come every day. It is work um, to some degree. So at this point in my life where I was so I wouldn't have even known this was all coming. The fact that this friendship was there, people that would pull me out of bed, people that would say, you're coming anyway, and just sit there with me, even as I'm crying, because I cried all the time. And you feel like you're no fun, and nobody mm. wants to be with you. But those people that just, they want to be with you anyway. And, mm. and and a lot of times what you want when you're in that position, you don't really want to listen to yourself anymore. But it's so helpful for you to get out of yourself and to be with other people and to listen to them is just the biggest gift. Just really a lot grateful. of that time, I think of us in that season, we were around a fire. We were around the fire. We were around the fire at my house. We were around the fire at other places nearby. And all we would do, and I just want to give y'all really practical things of what this would look like. All we would do is we didn't always get dinner. Lots of times it was like after dinner and we would just sit around and we would talk and we would cry. Yes. And there was a lot of crying. There's still yeah. a lot of crying Yeah, uh, because there's always something to cry about. And we would also laugh and we would, we would bounce and dream. In and out of those things. Yes. We would dream. We and would dream. I, yes. I, I think those seasons were interesting that we didn't, it wasn't hard. It wasn't planned. It's almost always spontaneous with us. Like, it's like, what are y'all doing tonight? That's what I was going to say. And I think that's so important to be able, and not everybody has to be the certain personality that, but there needs to be someone who says, let's all come tonight. We're all coming, you know, and then everybody being flexible enough to say, yeah, I'm open to that. And um, I think that's what's been so important and such a huge part of our friendship is that we're able just to be flexible and last minute and be like, let's go do this. And it turns out to be the most life-giving thing in the week mm -hmm. for me. Well, and Lindsay's the planner one. Like, she will make it happen. And I'm so glad. And she initiates a lot. And and for that, I'm really, really grateful. It really is what, one of the greatest gifts because it it's – I heard in a sermon this past week that quantity time only comes from quality time. Mm. You can't ever just decide, I've got 15 minutes to spend some quality time with you and it be quality, right? It's quality – you stumble upon quality. You don't arrive at it in – because, oh, I have five away. minutes to yeah. have it. So what you do, Lens, is I feel like you keep us, you keep the amount of time we're spending together high. <laughs> You're making sure that we are going to be together and see each other. If we haven't seen each other in three or four days, I'd say, you're like, I haven't seen y'all in, what do you say? Forever. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so it makes it, it makes it more quantity than I've ever had. Yes. Yeah. And, and I think that's one thing that has been magic about our friendship is we have clocked significant hours together. Yes. So I want to go to even just philosophy of think about like what you think has made this special is reproducible. I love that what you just said, Lens, about like you've got to have somebody to initiate. And I'm going to just say it. That person is probably you. It's just going to have to be you. It's just hard to put that on people. And so what would you say about initiation? Let's go into that a little deeper. How you do it. What What is that mindset for you and that choice that you have to make? Because it's still risky and vulnerable. 
Yeah, um, I mean, I remember being a little girl and my mom just saying, um, be an initiator, it's a dying art. People do not initiate, they wait for someone else to call them. And so I think that just gave me a confidence from an early age to be like, people aren't calling me, I'm gonna make the plans. And when you call me a planner, I think that's hilarious because I'm aren't a planner. so you're not organized. the opposite of a planner. I actually think it's more that you're fun. I think I'm just like, I'm bored, what are we gonna do tonight, you know? Yes. Um, yeah, which makes you the but, fun one on all the friend types. Yeah. But I think that, I don't know if it's like just something that God has given me, but like, I love to get things going. I love to see people. I have a very high capacity for being social. Um, and I crave deep conversation. So it's not like we're just getting together to go have a drink. Like I want to hear what y'all are doing. I want to hear your hearts. I want to be known, to feel known. I, you know, just when you're in deep community, you know what's coming up in people's lives and I want to know how those things went. And so it's more just like, oh, I want to update. Let's get together. And um, I miss you guys. So back to, I want to be really clear what we're talking about. We're talking about the inner circle. If you're reading the book, you've seen there's village, there's acquaintances, and there's a really deep inner circle. And that deep inner circle, there's capacity for two to five. So just so y'all are clear, we are not talking about doing this with a dozen people in your life. We certainly all have other friends that we're really, really close to. My small group spends a lot of time together and I love them. I'm going to see some of them for dinner tonight. It's that we have basically said to each other, if you fall off the tracks, I'll be there. I mean, it's like sister. I, I view y'all almost in the category of sisters, like the very little deepest. Everybody listening right now wants this. Everybody's thinking to themselves, I want to be in that room with them right now. I had that feeling when I was writing the book. I was like, I looked bad, which y'all both know in that book, but y'all looked really good. Um, <laughs> everybody is going to want to be your friends after this. Because Ashley, what you bring to friendship is you brought the challenger, right? You said you didn't let me settle you pushed me, you fought, I would say you fought for us. Like you, you wouldn't let things come in that we wouldn't talk about them. And so talk about even being that role in, in friendships, because I think that, that people shy back from that role, but, and specifically talk about when you read the book and you were like, tell me about my role. Like, what do you see here? What was <laughs> I, I doing? I don't like myself in yeah. this very much. Which I, I, I disagree. <laughs> and I think everybody will like your character and certainly want someone like you in their lives. Yeah. Well, I mean, I will say, first of all, I think you do have to seek people out. I mean, that is the biggest thing about reproduction is it can't happen unless you're going after people. Yeah. And you have to be willing, like Lindsay said, to be flexible. So we're talking, I mean, what what I'm going to tell you is what this looks like is like week, night, afternoons, let's, yeah. or let's grab brunch or let's grab... I mean, it's it's like on the fly. You just long to to see people, yeah. and and let me just tell you, that's hard for it's harder for me because these two over here. I thought I was extroverted, <laughs> but when I met them, I'm like, I'm I don't know that I am anymore, and and so you might feel like I just don't like people that much because I've had that thought before, guys. <laughs> She so, so has. I'm we're pulling her out of her robe. I'm like, we pull her out of her robe. You still want to be with me? You were just with me. Like I don't like I don't understand that. Literally, the enemy of our of our whole of anything ever happening is like Ashley's already in her robe. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> I love my robe. Um. So so that that is one thing. This is all on the fly. Just you wanting to be with people. It's like we've also made choices for our lives to interlock. Yes. You know, like with. Working out, for example, we right. all we all mm -hmm. signed up for the same place, so that right. now we're on a text chain of like, 
who's going to bar today? We're all right. going. So there's that accountability of like, well, let's do this together. Where we run it. Yeah. There's something about the proximity that makes it a lot easier too. We can ride together to dinner. We can run over to each other's house. You can run over and say hi. There's no plan. You don't have to plan so hard when it's proximate. And that was one of the things. It's not always possible. Some of you live in the middle of nowhere. You live in a isolated um, place. I would say, I hope you somewhat rethink that. But even if you stay there, you can do this via Zoom. You can do this. You you just got to, you got to see people. Yeah. And there's probably, even if you live further out or something, you probably still have people in your life that you're seeing. And I would say the closer in proximity people are, the more likely you can live this way. Yeah. I think the other thing that I'm thinking is our husbands have all been super supportive of us getting together. Mm -hmm. And I think that is so because they see how we better one another and we come home and hopefully, you know, we, we're challenging each other to be better wives and better moms. And so well, I... Well, not everybody's spouse is supportive of this. And especially if your spouse is an introvert and doesn't get it, I think... I mean, the only thing I can tell you to do is have him read the book, have him understand and share this value for you and understand at least, even if he's not going to participate, at least where it comes from. But a lot of guys are listening right now. And I would say this is not for girls. Mm -mm. Like our husbands are great friends. We travel together. We spend a lot of time together. They are friends as well. And our husbands have friendships too. You can't, I just don't think this is a girl thing. I think we could put it in that category, but a lot of guys listening right now need to know this is not a book for girls. This is not a subject for girls. Like the guys need each other too. And I think the same principles apply. You know, if you would have put us in a row, I would have not said that y'all would be my best friends. You know, I didn't know Jenny at all. She had this platform. I was very cognizant of not wanting to like weasel my way into her life. And so that was like a barrier. And then- yeah. With Ashley, we're so different. I mean, I, we are the yin to the yang <laughs> in like so many ways. Like I remember even in that conversation with you that night at dinner, Jenny being like, because you'd say, what about Ashley? And I was like, I love Ashley, but we're just not like the best of friends, you know? And so I think it's so important to not just in your mind say, I'll, I would never be close to that person because I think that's just been such a sweet surprise with us that, that it's, is such so, a, yep. it's so different than well, what I would think. And in the end, our differences are what I think makes us, right? right? I think it's so, actually why we enjoy each other so much. Well, our partners each season just honestly get better and better and we only partner with people that we actually love actually use and native deodorant is one of them native makes safe simple effective products that people use every single day and they're really best known for their aluminum free deodorant you'd probably recognize them in stores and online native offers 24-hour odor protection and is made with naturally derived ingredients such as coconut oil shea butter and baking soda now you can choose from over 10 different scents. I personally love the coconut and vanilla. I love the lavender. Uh, sometimes I just keep multiple scents around just so I can mix it up. Making the switch to aluminum-free deodorant doesn't mean that you have to sacrifice on performance. Native will keep you smelling and feeling fresh all day long. I made the switch to natural deodorant probably about four years ago now because I wanted to pay more careful attention to what I was putting in my body. And Native deodorant solved this for me. One of my favorite things about Native is that it goes on smooth and isn't chalky or lumpy or leave weird things on your clothes. So I love Native deodorant because no matter what I'm doing, whether it's chasing three boys around or working out, it actually works. 
Smell and feel fresh all day long with Native. Get 20% off your first order by going to nativedo.com slash made for this or use promo code made for this at checkout. That's 20% off your first order by going to nativedo.com slash made for this or using promo code made for this at checkout. And now back to Jenny. I guess this was about, I don't know, three or four months ago. The book is in editing. I just finished spending a lot of time away. I talk about you two in the front chapter where I had a panic attack and I felt like I was losing my people. Y'all had kind of had to take, not take me off the text streams, but like there were a lot of times y'all had to hang out without me because I was just you buried so in writing. Yeah. And I and writing is so isolating. It was so ironic, the whole thing. I was writing about all my friendships and totally alone for like a year. And so in that season, I had to learn to be vulnerable. And a lot of the book talks about me practicing that with both of you and, and doing that. Talk about why that's so important and how that has played, been worth it. Because I would say I came into the friendships really wounded in that area and I didn't want to be vulnerable and it was harder for me. That's been a big part of this story is I found that. And you've always both felt like that. You've got to. It's essential. Why is that such an important part of friendship? Vulnerability? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It's it's one of the most important things. I feel like right now I talk to my daughter so much about it. She's Well, she's just turned 16. Oh my gosh. And um, she doesn't want to be vulnerable with anyone. And I tell her, you're never going to have deep friendships if you're not willing to share things with people and be willing to be thought of maybe a fool sometimes, right? Like like you were sharing about adoption. You didn't know she might have judged you for that, sure. right? It's scary to be vulnerable. But it is through that that then it opened up Jenny to feel comfortable sharing about her thing that actually drew y'all closer. And for me, I liked the position. I'm like the Pharisee. I liked the position of superiority. I liked people coming to me. Mm. And I was always there for other people, but I never really had people there for me because I didn't really trust people. I'm admitting a lot of things. So, but these two got things out of me. And I was always willing to share if someone were to ask me, but most people just don't ask. They don't push it. And I wanted to be pushed and I'm a challenger and I can push other people, but nobody was really pushing on me. And they did. And that I have grown so much in these years because they've challenged me, even though I'm a challenger, they've challenged me with their different gifts and vulnerability is one of those. Yeah, and I think, yeah, I wasn't very good at it, but I've grown. You've gotten so much so better. So much better. I mean, my personality is if I'm in a sad place, like I want to talk to somebody. I want to call them up in the ugly yeah. and be like, somebody listen to me. Like, <laughs> ah, I'm drowning. You know, so that comes natural to me, but that is not most people. That's not. And so I feel like I like to let people know that, I'm here for that, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and I want you to call me in that moment because I feel closer to you. I feel like we're connected, that I'm not alone. And um, with the people that I love the most, I want to be with them in the trenches Mm -hmm. in the moment, not when it's tied up with a bow afterwards. And you tell me a week later what happened. It's, um, it's, it's being in it in the moment with me that that's what I want from a friend. Mm. Well, and it's taught me, I mean, both of you, I mean it when I say, Y'all have been relationship coaches. I think I came into Dallas a little tender, and I'd had some some a lot rejection. Tender. Yeah, I'd had some rejection. I'd had a few 
hard things that didn't go well. And I lost friends that I thought would be forever friends. And and so it made me come into Dallas super guarded and protected. And then Ashley and Lindsay, who are both really bold and feisty and fierce, were like, no, we're gonna, we're gonna fight for you. You're not and I would say ways you've done it, and I, just to give people language, is you just don't settle. Like you're like, that's not what you really feel. I can tell you're upset. What's wrong? What, what's wrong? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I need to think about it. And then 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 I'm then I'm verbally pro- <laughs> They're making fun of me because whenever I get uncomfortable, I scratch my face. Now you're all gonna you're notice all gonna it. See it. You're all you're gonna, gonna notice it. it. I always scratch my face. We all have our quirks, okay? And see, that's the thing. There is honesty and we know it. And it's it's safe because it's like, okay, we all know each other's stuff. We have done so much life, so many hours. I wouldn't even guess. It takes 200 hours for somebody to become close friends. I bet we're at like 10,000. Like we have spent so many hours together over five years. And so, and traveled together and, and overnights together and all that. And I would say that all those hours were not one thing. It wasn't just, it was help parenting. It was walking through, I mean, shoot, figuring out um, what to wear for things. It's, it's, figuring out futures and like processing Ashley going to seminary. It's it's all kinds of things that we've done over these years. We have meals together. We play games together. We sit by the fire together. There's so much that has equaled those hours. We help each other decorate. I mean, it's been, it's just been so fun. And I think that's what it's supposed to look like. It's not one thing. It's not, lots of times we would be over, like I remember in the summer, like we would be over swimming, your kids would be over and we'd be like, oh, let's just order food. Like, it's not like a big super planned thing. Uh-uh. It's just, we're hanging out and, and we're making it happen. We have prioritized this and, and it's, it's been worth it, but it has not always been easy. So I want to talk about some of that. So I'll say this. Y'all got in a fight. They told me I could talk about this. I'm not putting them completely on the spot, although I'm sure it feels a little bit like it. But I think it's important because how y'all walked through this was incredible. And and we talk about staying through conflict and we talk about consistency. And at the end of this season, that will be – we'll talk about it more. But let's talk about how hard that really is. And so it doesn't matter what the fight was about, but there were some misunderstandings on both sides. Both of you were hurt. Both of you pulled back. I'm going to say this. I hope you already know this. Both of you at different points said, I don't know if this can be repaired. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. if this is going to get better. So talk about what that felt like and how you persevered through that and chose to, to stay. Well, I think it's important to, to say it wasn't like a blow-up disagreement. It was little things, little irritations, misunderstandings that had happened over a series of months that just kind of came to a head. We both felt misunderstood. We both felt like we had a side of the story that the other wasn't understanding. And in my personality, I when conflict comes, I'm okay with it. I just need a little moment to like think about it and process it. And Ash, I would say, is more she wants to dive in and figure it out and you know get it over with. And so that I think was really hard for us. Totally. That was that was even because more I was the- trying to move towards you to like yeah. deal with it and then. That made you uncomfortable, and so you were kind of drawing back. Yeah. And then that was hurtful in and of itself, but you were just needing space, but space was hurtful to me, and I couldn't understand it. And so there was just this, like, misunderstanding going on. And then I kept making y'all sit down and talk. Yes, yes. (laughs) Well, that happened happened once or twice that we sat down and talked. Yeah. Yeah. Well, me and you had – a discussion that didn't go very well. <laughs> I would say <laughs> so that's that was true. number one. And then that's when I was kind of like, oh gosh, like we're still in this yeah. and I don't know how this is going to get better. I was never like 
I'm gonna, this isn't gonna get better eventually. Yeah. Like I knew that thing, it was gonna take time and all that, but I wasn't about to give up on you. I just felt like, oh gosh, we've never had a conflict at totally. all. And then it was giant. All of a sudden in our family, because we were so intertwined, it was like our husbands were in the picture and the Allens were in the picture and y'all are related. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was just, it was one of those things that we really had to pray about and try to see the best in the other person and kind of die to your own like, oh, but I want to feel justified and I want to, you know, she should know that I didn't mean that. But like we had to like get in it. and. Talk through all that, and it was painful, and it still is. I right now, I'm like sweating. Well, you know, so painful. But I want to talk about when you decided. Like, okay, you both had to make the decision to stay in the friendship. Right. You both had to say, "I'm gonna not walk away." Yeah. So I'm gonna say for me because I was I was going down. I wasn't feeling as positive. I was feeling like I don't know because I, I, th- there's. I'm a one on the dang Enneagram and I'm very idealistic and I kind of, you know, I can get like all or nothing kind of sometimes. And so (laughs) um, when I was in that place and I'm like, I don't know who she is, you know, I don't know if I can be friends with someone who I can't like just go to and like we get things out there and deal with them. Like, I don't know what's going on. And um, so I would, I mean, I can't tell you the voice that was in my head. But then the moment that Lindsay would call, because she eventually did, and then she would just start talking, my heart would melt. Because, of course, I loved her, but I was hurt. And there is something to be said to live, when you know, Ann Voskamp phrases it cruciform, but you are, friendship is a hard place because you're vulnerable, when you have been that vulnerable with someone, you can really hurt one another, even without trying to do it. Mm-hmm. And so that's scary, right? But but the Lord, if if I were to tell you what I have gained through all this, I, and, and even through the conflict, I feel like we have a whole new level of friendship yeah, because absolutely. the Lord has healed these spaces and we respect one another. And I've learned things about myself. I've learned things about Lindsay. You know, we have to be willing to learn. We have to be willing to be wrong and and see where we have been, even if we can justify our own selves. Like, oftentimes we have contributed in in ways, and we need to be willing to learn. Yeah, and I think there were moments where I was just like, Lord, if if I'm doing something, if I did something, like, reveal to me in my heart how I need to change. And I think that's all of our hearts towards one another, towards our walk with Jesus is— you know, I don't want to be the same person I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. I want to be full of the spirit. I want to love other people well. And I think if that's your motive in friendship, then God's going to bless that. Mm-hmm. And he wants reconciliation. So I do think that watching y'all do that was, it was painful because I. Well, why don't you tell why that all happened? Just so you take some responsibility for. Is it my fault? All of this. Oh, the book. The devil. <laughs> the book. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I felt like that was pretty obvious. I felt like I finished the book. It's about to come out. And I mean, we're months away. This was months ago. And y'all are, I mean, at this like complete cliff of like, we may not be friends again. And I'm thinking to myself, I just wrote a book about our friendship and now they're barely speaking. And I think 
it's back to some things that are, that will come up over the season. There is an enemy and he hates yes. this. There's an enemy and he wants to destroy this. If if this is good and and God honoring and getting us through our hardest times in life and causing other people to which we all our friendship has bled into many other lives and like there's a lot of people that consider the three of us now friends because we, again we've just gotten to do life with lots of people we're so grateful for. And so if that spreads and like more and more people love God because of it and we're all built up and encouraged and it's causing growth, then the enemy, of course, hates it. And so I think that made me so feisty and mad. And that's why I was like, sit down, talk to each other. And I mean, I, I wouldn't let them. I was like, anytime they would say, which it was more Ashley than Lindsay, like, I don't know if this is going to work. I was like, it will work. That is from the devil. Like, I was so feisty. And I think that's that's good for people to hear is this was messy. This was hard. This was unknown. We didn't know if it would it would we would all get to the other side, but but we did. And what you're saying, Ashley, is so crucial. Y'all are better for it. Like there's something about having gone through that together that now all of us know. And you and I have our story in the book of of conflict. <laughs> it's not like all of us don't have this. I think if you do life with anybody yes, for absolutely. any length of time in this deep of a way, you will have conflict. And you you just have to say, I'm I'm committed. I'm not leaving. I'm we're gonna work this out. And there was way too much to leave. I mean, at that point, it's four years of friendship. You're not walking away. Like I, in my mind, you weren't. And you're glad you didn't. <laughs> it's worth I'm just it. an extreme. I just get in my head. So I'm not <laughs> saying I would have. I'm just saying yes. I have deep feelings. Well, and it was, yeah, it was a season. And there was, anyway, yes. Okay. I want to, I want to leave everybody with some hope. I want everybody to go, okay, this is worth it because this is what I want you to answer. I think that after family, you know, friendship is what I hold in the highest regard. And so the Lord himself, the Trinity, is this God of community and with each other, honoring each other. And so, of course, he wants this in our lives. And so I think you do whatever you can to seek this out today in, in the smallest way. Like, mm. ask God to re reveal someone in your heart to call or make a first step towards someone. Knock on someone's door. Um, just say, hey, I saw you the other day and you seemed upset. Um, I mean, anything. I think people are starving yeah. for someone to just extend an opportunity or a chance to get to know them and have the courage, give, give yourself a pep talk and walk in the room and fake it till you feel it and ask somebody <laughs> just to do something. I mean, very rarely do people ask me to yes, hang out yes. ever, you know, but when they do, it just feels so wonderful for someone to be like, Hey, I want to know you more or tell me about this in your life. And it's so valuable. Yeah. I don't know why obedient risk is coming into my head because I think friendship, like, you know, stepping out like that, it is hard. I mean, to, to reach out to someone thinking, oh, I don't know if they were going to hang out with me or I don't know. I don't know. You just you can really get in your head about things. But when when you step out, I mean, I was just thinking this morning, I had this conversation with this woman who we come from totally different backgrounds, but we were able to share about our different face. And I I'm better for that because I'm able to see in somebody through somebody else's eyes. And that's what friendship enables you to do. You're like, you're able to glance into someone else's soul and in a way get to know God in a new way. And so I think you don't want to miss out on that. Plus the fact that, I mean, I've got a new car. I've got a new house. 
I've got, I mean, these girls, they got me an <laughs> makeovers, iPhone. Makeovers, baby. They made baby. me get an iPhone. We did makeovers. I mean, she you have was, no idea. She was, was still like, using back. a Samsung. I know. Sorry, Samsung. They, they've, they've had to like, not really a new house, but I'm just saying, things have been brightened up right. in my life. Not even in a new car, but ways. it was, yes. <laughs> and um, so anyway, don't miss out. I mean, we go from <laughs> talking about chandeliers <laughs> to shoes to the end of the world. To Jesus yes. way too easily. Yes. It's <laughs> yeah. so delightful. I know. And I feel like on, on my heart right now is to say that I think it's really important that you don't have to have mutual same friends. Like when when you were saying find your people at first, I was kind of like, oh, that feels kind of like my people, you know? And I know that's not the intention of just being like, I want this group of friends and we're all going to stay together in this little group. Because I have friends all over yeah. the city. Right. You know? And so if you don't have friends that are also friends. That's okay. That is, yes. And that's not diminishing well, the value of that or anything we just went else. on your birthday trip and we didn't all know each other, but we had a ball together. Yes. And everybody was so lovely. We met some of Lindsay's friends that were even in Dallas and and we didn't know as well. And it was just absolutely a ball. I think that's a really important p- yes. point. That we not be possessive. That we not say we are each other's ones and only. That we constantly are inviting other people into our friendships. Like it's not just the three of us. Like yeah. lots of times it is. But lots of times it's Jenny Alvram. It's Callie. It's other people that we love or know or bring in. And I find that to be so fun and and to respect and give space for everybody to have other yes. friendship for sure. That's and a there's great a point. C.S. Lewis quote, and I'm going to butcher it, but it's like he talks about how when this friend is with this friend, that person brings out a, a part of your personality. It's in the book. That oh, it is. Oh, nice. I love that quote because like when he talks about when one of his friends dies, that that part it was a whole. that he brings out to the other person is no longer there. And I think that when the three of us are together, especially or in small group, like we're able to like pick out things out of each other that wouldn't be able to come out if it was just the two of us. Really grateful for y'all. Can't imagine my life without you. I'm glad I don't have to. (laughs) Love y'all. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode of the Made for This podcast with Jenny and her friends, Lindsay Meyer and Ashley Flowers. These are two of the women that I respect the most. And You can find Lindsay Meyer online and on Instagram. She has the most beautiful rugs, paintings, and style inspiration that you can find. So look her up on Instagram. We'll make sure to put all the info for you guys in the show notes. Thanks for listening. See you next time for another episode of the Made for This podcast. Podcast.